is Wicket's World on Laser 103.3. We interrupt Wicket's World for this special broadcast. It's time to talk football. Uh, no, not you, Wicket. Sit this one out. This is Hike Chick with laser football experts Heather and Lee. Yep, Wicket's wife. A football podcast on Laser 103.3. Week seven of the college football season. And let's start with the Iowa Hawkeyes who are on the road this weekend taking on the hated Wisconsin Badgers in Madison. But they got a big win over Purdue last week. Deacon Hill looked like a first time starter. Just six of 21. But he did throw a touchdown. And most importantly, the Hawks won. Caleb Johnson returned to save us, right? 134 yards on the ground and a score. Anytime you can win on homecoming. That's a good sign. We'll see what they do with Bucky Badger next. Wisconsin quarterback Tanner Mordecai can beat you with his arms and his legs. He's got three touchdowns through the air and four more on the ground this season. As for Iowa State, I did not see that defense picking off TCU four times. The last time a Cyclone defense intercepted four passes in a game, 2016 against San Jose State. It really was a complete team win, like the Cyclones do. We are family. The defense played great, special teams blocked a punt, and the offense got it done throwing and rushing the football. That ground game, tremendous. 215 yards against last year's national runner-up, impressive. Can we all stop talking about Matt Campbell's hot seat now? Just don't lay an egg at Cincinnati this weekend. Let's see if they can win a conference road game as a five-point underdog, okay? Thank you. Let's get to the NFL and the big The Chiefs and Broncos are playing as we're recording this, and the Packers have a bye, so Lincoln can't cry. I'm a poet. Didn't know it. Unfortunately, the biggest story in the NFL this week is the injury to Justin Jefferson. The Viking star receiver is out for at least four games with a hamstring injury. And it brings up important conversations like, what does this mean for Kirk Cousins? Should they trade Cousins? What can you even get for him? And if you're Jefferson... Would you even come back if the Vikings lose three of their next four? Why come back? Seriously, this team isn't a contender right now and certainly won't be in four weeks. Plus, he's still looking for that massive payday. So why risk injury before you get paid? The Vikes' first test without Jefferson will be in Chicago against a red-hot Justin Fields, who has thrown nine touchdowns in the last nine quarters, including four last week. Is this the real Justin Fields? Or is this Justin Fields against the Broncos and the Commanders' terrible defenses? Is he good or was he just playing bad teams, Lee? So if I'm Chicago and some team comes calling for fields, I have to listen. His stock may never be higher. Agreed. You're set up right now to have the first two picks in April's drafts. Don't blow it! Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. would be a great way to kick off the rebuild. Last week, we learned the Cowboys aren't ready for primetime this year after getting crushed by Brock Purdy in the 49ers. So, Monday night's game should be interesting. The Cowboys and the Chargers. The Kellen Moore Bowl. You've got to wonder how much Dak and the rest of the Cowboys offense misses Kellen Moore calling plays. Moving the ball looks tough for Dallas right now. Man, the offense has to look better this week. L.A. has the worst pass defense in the NFL. If you've got Cowboys on your fantasy team, fire them up for this one for sure. One more thing. There will be a TV at the Wicked House dedicated to the Iowa women's basketball team on Sunday. Right? Crossover? A Kinnick? Tips off at two. Oh, I'm sure Wicket will have all of the TVs on all of the games. He never misses a Caitlin Clark game or a football game or a baseball game or a hockey game. Water polo. Is competitive breakdancing a thing outside of the Olympics this year? 
Because he doesn't, he never misses that either. 